Hey there, welcome to the Cheerful by Choice podcast. This is where people trying or hoping to be happier come for quick, simple steps we can take to get us there with fun, inspirational stories, reminding us it's okay to be human. It's okay to feel our feelings. And there's always someone out there cheering you on. <laughs> That's me. I'm Lydia Taggart, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, best-selling author, mom of six, including quadruplets, and daughter of God on a mission to increase happiness and hope in the world. I'm so glad you're here. If you like this show, share and subscribe. Let's get to it. Welcome into another episode of Cheerful by Choice. Now today I'm going to have a little bit more serious of a talk because I've been thinking and doing a lot of research and, you know, I thought, is it really possible? People have come to me and said, really, you get to choose to be happy. What if you're at war, which we are? And I thought, well, what if I was in Ukraine? What if all this crazy was actually in my backyard? which is not, which I'm very grateful for. But I do have feelings and concerns for those in those areas and in the, that state of stress. We'll just call it stress for lack of better word because there's so many words that could describe war. And it's just heart-wrenching, right? So how do you choose to be happy? And can you really honestly choose cheerfulness and hope in war times? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Now, I'll share with you why. Um, Victor Frankl, he was imprisoned in the Nazi camps and he lived through it. And he, um, he said, oh, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional about it. I'll give you a more background first too. Being cheerful by choice and choosing to be happy has an element of hope, right? It's not ignoring the feelings. It's embracing and accepting that we have those feelings, moving through them, and finding a way to choose to be happy anyway. So Viktor Frankl, he says, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Now, here's a man, he's in the Nazi camps. He's being abused beyond abuse and watching people commit suicide next to him and just give up because they don't have a meaning or a purpose in life and they, they don't know how to deal with this extreme being in war. And he survived that by choosing how he responded. Another quote for you. This isn't Viktor Frankl. This is um, this is Nelson, President Nelson. The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. So how do we focus and choose even when it's extreme and we're at war? And it begins with knowing at our core that we have a purpose. Now, being at war, I think, what if I was in Ukraine? 
how could I be happy in that set of circumstances? Pure evil coming at you. Nowhere to, you know, how do you deal with that? There's two sides of every coin, right? Even though, yes, that's horrible. There's also a show of kindness and compassion and mercy and miracles from other people who are in that situation. Neighbors pull together. I remember reading about someone who had a food storage that he's able to share. And these little things, the little things, the small and simple things, being able to share a can of soup with the neighbor, that having gratitude for that can help us to be happy in any circumstance. Focusing on those kinds of things while still being, you know, aware and compassionate at the same time. We don't have to let fear take over completely. We can still choose what we focus on and any sort of set of circumstances and find those things to be grateful for. Find those little things. And um, I remember there's a story from a couple of girls who are in the Nazi German, um, the camps, and they were complaining about having uh, fleas because they would bite them and they would hurt them and whatever. But then they found out if you could be grateful for everything, right? Ew, we've got fleas in our camp. That's really gross and painful. But because they had the fleas, the soldiers avoided their tent, beat them less, didn't rape them, and they got like <laughs> this bad thing was actually a good thing. It was protecting them and helping them. As so we can find good in everything, I'm not saying it's easy. It, it can be a little bit of work to try and find something to be grateful for, but when we find it, Hold on to it and focus on it. And so we want to do the scoop and save. We thank you and pull it in and let it settle into our heart. And we sit with it. All the little things that we can possibly be grateful for. And keep that hope that there is good still. Yeah, there's bad in the world. There's evil in the world. But there is also good. And there's a lot of good people. So I want to read that quote by Viktor Frankl again, because he, <clears throat> he lived through it. He did it. And then he turned it into a, a psychology theory of how, what motivates the human race and how can we turn all of this experience into something good to benefit other people. I just love his example in his life and he's passed away several years ago now, but he said, everything can be taken from man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And he also said, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. And we can do that. He lived through it. He did it. And I, I just encourage us all to keep that hope because that's really what choosing to be cheerful is, is having an element of hope 
and, and trusting that even though there's bad happening, there's also good happening and we can change ourselves to be even better. You're worth it. You're amazing. You're awesome. Don't give up. You got this. All right. I'll see you next time. Thanks. Hello, fellow happy teenagers. Hello. Wait, you guys are happy and you're teenagers? How does that happen? Well, we use the frame formula to have great relationships. The frame formula? What's that? Well, you can learn about it in the book my mom wrote. Yeah. yeah. It's called the frame formula, your parenting source to communicate like it's your superpower. Go to www.theframeformula.com www.theframeformula.com All right, I'm going there now. I need a superpower. Thanks. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for being part of the Cheerful by Choice movement. Remember, you are more amazing than you can imagine. Sign up for our newsletter at cheerfulbychoice.com and let us know what you're thinking in the comments or send us a message. See you next time. <laughs>